The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The New Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you decide to listen to this thing, Billy DeVore, and sitting across from me as always is... Lee, Michael, Kimbrough, how we doing out there, nasty boys and nasty girls? There's a couple of you, especially after the uh, Alicia DeVore... Uh, guest host yeah. last week for sure. The divorce you guys killed it. It was a good episode. Thank you. The divorce takeover. What do you want to say? The, the, the dagover. Day-go- you just calling day-go-ver. her a dago? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm really leaning into it. Now. Yeah, dagover. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. as far as as far as everything is concerned, nasty boys and girls doing decently. I mean, we're on a two game winning streak. By God, we won a series. We won a series. Whoa! Who would have thought by? May 9th, yesterday, we would say the Reds will have won their first series. Did you see that awesome moment where uh, Tyler was getting interviewed after the game on Sunday or Saturday? Sunday. He was getting interviewed, and it was just like a standard interview where Mally's just like giving answers just out of the book. Pretty standard interview. Yeah. And then in the background, you can hear uh, it ended up being Kyle Farmer. But he just busted into the uh, into the into the clubhouse and was like, "We want a series," <laughs> just like in complete earnest, yeah. you know, just, not doing a bit. Didn't know that the camera was rolling. He was just like, "We want a series, boys." <laughs> we did it. Just like some real bad news bear shit. Just really psyched, As, and they should be, man. Yeah, they should. They finally it was great. played a team that was on their level. You know what Where I mean? Where they weren't completely and totally outmatched at right. every position. And not even like that we were designed to be bad or that it was just terrible moves, blah, 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 whatever. It is more the fact that, uh, what, at one point, two-thirds of your starting nine were on the IL? Oh, yeah, for sure. So it's on like... On top of it. I on mean, top of On top of... Yeah, I mean, you got rebuild, injuries, hardest schedule in the entire league. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't Historically help. bad start. It is right. what it is. But, I mean, sure. we just got to lick some wounds, keep on keeping on. Some of the guys, and we'll get more in depth, obviously. But sure. Some of the guys who have been forced into a little bit more servitude than they thought. Correct. Some of them are really taking advantage of it. We'll talk more about it later on in the pod. But, I mean, of like course. a guy like a Drury. Yeah. Who we bring in, even during the rebuild, we he, we were like, yeah, maybe an everyday sure. guy, maybe, but more or less a scratch off, right? More or less, and he's been getting reps, and mm-hmm. you know, it, well, he could fuck around and be our all star representative. That's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> he's like, like top five in the league in well, dingers. Here's the thing with the lottery, man. Sometimes you can scratch off a dollar ticket win. and win a hundred bucks, right? So, like, he was that, and he has been that. And the thing is, is that he leads all of baseball in barrels with 10. Yeah, he crushes the ball. He smokes it. Yeah, he doesn't get cheated often. No. He has really good ABs. Mm-mm. And you know what I like about him? He he takes my approach in Little League and in high school where I was just like, you know, people would be hitting, uh, talking like hitting philosophy or whatever. Yeah. And I'll be like, 
I swing at the first pitch that I think I can hit into the woods. Yeah. You know? Well, he's gone to the Joey Votto age 37 year of age 37 yeah, exactly. school of hitting. I mean, Drury it's, doesn't take a lot of pitches. He's got a no. lot of, you know, a lot of first, second pitch swings. You see a ball, you're sitting dead red. I love him. He takes fucking hacks. Dude. And he plays everywhere. Yep. Bro, we're a player. There's guys like him all across the league, man. Just like a, we talk about it every fucking episode, but just the baseball player. I got a nickname for him. New Scooter. New Scoots. New Scoots. Yeah, New Scooter. I mean, that's what he is. I mean, Scooter would barrel it up, smoke it, and you could put him at second, third, left, right. I mean, when he hit those four home runs against the Cardinals, he was in left field. Yeah, hopefully his... Shelf life is a little longer than old Scoots Magoots. Well, we can only hope, but what I can tell you is these are so good. My God, I'm sorry that I'm just eating into the no. microphone, but... Do it. Guys, this is a thing. Uh, Old Bay seasoned goldfish. Jesus Christ. Um, get you a bag. You can't just get them at the grocery store. You have to have them shipped to you. Oh. Yeah, that that's really crazy. I mean, I could... That is... I tr- I eat relatively healthy. I really do. I'm like most Americans. I'll eat a fast food ever. You know, I, I don't swear it off. Sure. I eat it on the road a lot, but not as much as I used to. Certainly not. I eat a ton of fruit. I fry up a lot of meat. Of course. I don't eat a lot, really. Yeah. But my vice, especially on the road. Chips. Yeah. Chips are great. I can eat and have eaten so easily. An entire box of Cheez-Its. Done. An entire bag of... Easy. Well, here's the thing, man. Easy. It's it's not real food. There's not that many in there. Yeah. <laughs> goldfish trick you, dude. Yeah. It's a conspiracy. They make you think the bag, like, oh, you're going to get a lot of goldfish. No, 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 no. Vacuum sealed, push it to the bottom. There's about that much goldfish in the actual bag. Yeah, you're Just, not lying. It's bigger because the graphic designers who work there were like, we're going to show off for Yeah, because, I mean, when farm. this thing is open, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I mean... Yeah. Max, you're getting to the old bay here. Yeah. You get more coffee grounds out of a coffee bag than you do goldfish in a goldfish bag. I love that's goldfish. Science. And, I mean, those are obviously, like, particularly good. That's They're unbelievably that's good. special right there. But for me, dude, I'm such a Cheez-It man. Really? Uh, do dude. you do you have a specific... Okay, so you like regular Cheez-Its. Now you got to give me your top three offshoot cheesies. Well, the 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 best Cheez-It is one that they recently came out with, which is mm-hmm. a box of entire, well-done, like, burnt Cheez-Its. Oh, what? You what know, are they called? They're called, like, extra roasty or something. It's like ooh. the burnt ones. You know when you'd get one in the bag? Yeah, oh, I know what you're And you'd be about. like, ooh, it's got a little burnish on it. It's the whole bag. Oh, so those are really good. And then uh-huh. I don't do a ton of fucking around with the offshoots just because an original cheese, it's so good. Really? But if I am, I love the extra roasted mm-hmm. white cheddar. White cheddar's fire. White cheddar's great. Yeah. White cheddar's great. And then um, I'll throw a dark horse in, like those kind of bullshit, but... <laughs> But like the healthy version where they're like air thin, yeah, but they're crisps. more crispy, yeah, crisp, okay. and they're great, and they're a little wavy, and mm-hmm. they come in a variety of flavors. Yeah, what are you going with? The goat is the the hot ones, the Tabasco, the Tabasco, yeah, that uh, that evaded my mind. That's that is my the goat. that's my three. Now here's what I that's will my do. Two. Now here's what I will do I, when I'm feeling real Randall and horny. <laughs> I will put them all on a plate 
And then I will get some shredded pepper jack. Oh, just go have a cheese orgy. Oh, yeah. Cheese it nachos. Melt the cheese on there. And then also put some hot sauce on the cheese. Okay, here we go. I'm so, a monster. No, we're no, no, you're not. That's what that's you're an innovator. <laughs> we're, okay, so we're okay. Ta- we're talking Franken foods with our favorite gas station snacks. Okay. You know what I did recently? What'd you do? Um <laughs> <laughs> Be proud, first of all. Immediately be proud. Been going through a huge pizza phase. Okay. May, uh, Trader Joe's sells these. Big long packs of like two big ass rectangle pizza. They're great. Pre cooked. All you got to do is fucking lather them with a little <laughs> olive oil. You know, hit mm-hmm. it with little you know parsley, little salt, little pea, mm-hmm. and then little garlic pepper. Throw that in the throw that in the oven. Crisp that up. Bring okay. it out. Little sauce. Okay. Cheese. Okay. And then for this pizza, I just did cheese. I did uh, three different kinds of cheese. Uh, ricotta, mozzarella, Ooh. and then just like you know, the shredded Italian blend or whatever. Oh, here's what I did to him, dog. Okay, little, little drizzle, uh-huh. crunched up some Cheez Its. Oh, threw the Cheez Its on the pizza for that. Come on, for the extra crunch, threw it back in the pizza or in the, in the little oven. Yeah, dude, it's one of the best things I've ever eaten. Okay, I'm gonna have to do that because like, then they okay. crisp up. And they're like, oh. they're like, I don't, oh boy, that's so it's horny. good, it's so good. Because also, like, that's like when you make, like, when you see a taco pizza, and then they put the little Doritos on there. Yes, dude. Yeah. Absolutely. I made a uh, Mexican pizza, Ooh. where I had the, the base was, do you know guacamole salsa? Of course. Dude, the best. I, I'm fucking obsessed with guacamole salsa. Mm-hmm. Guacamole salsa base. Little cheese, some jalapenos, and just because it's what we had, um, a rotisserie chicken, threw that Ooh. on there. But under the layer of cheese, four circular circular tortilla chips. Oh, come on. And dude, I, come on. it's so fun. I, I feel like a little kid on a field trip, but like... <laughs> and it, you know, it feels healthier just because you're like making it with your own hands. Right. Dude, I will just eat like a little personal... Six inch, seven inch square piece of pizza, like four days a week, dude. You, you know just what? Make whatever kind of pizza you want. This is what when they say like, oh, when you become an adult, you know, you really know what it's about. This is it. Just the yeah. freedom to be able to go and do anything that you want, but still respect the boundaries of the human body. Yeah, this is it. Trader Joe's. You go pick up your canvas, and then you pick up your paints in the other aisles. Yeah, and you are making masterpieces. It's so fun. It's yeah. It's and then the you best. just eat it. Cooking is probably the best thing about being an adult. Damn, that's um, that's a good premise because you have so. That's a good idea. That's a nice thought because like, there's a lot of shit that comes comes along with adult that is like good, but sure. then there's another side of it where it sucks. Sure, it's cool when you can be independent and have a job, but then you yeah. have a job and, and that to- sucks and it does suck. It gives you money. To do things that you don't like. And it takes away from the time that you have, so you only have an allotted amount that you don't know the end of. And vacationing is like fun, but that vacation, it's really nothing. It, it, it kind of, I don't know, sometimes I think a vacation will do more harm than good where you go Completely with the expectation and you're like, all right, I need to get my head right. I need, this is going to be incredible. This is my time. Mm-hmm. You're so caught up in that that you end up just 
whatever. Yeah. Just kind of being <laughs> anxious at the beach. Right. And then you come back and you're like, oh, well, fuck. And now I'm just catch back up on to the, now I'm back behind. Yep. So, but cooking. It's the little everyday joys. It's a skill. Yes. That's something to it. You can improve upon it. It's a scavenger hunt. It's a scavenger hunt. You have to go out and like gather all the things that you need. So there's the adventure portion. And then you have the, uh, you know, just the reward. Of eating it. Of eating something delicious. And something that I know that you kind of get off on. Mm-hmm. Giving it. Oh, dude. Feeding. I do other, not. Like providing. Oh, it's yeah. It's very carnal. No, yeah. you're right on that. It, it, cooking the, is one of the best things about being an adult. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, uh, and it, uh, it, it attacks all of the senses, too. Think about it. The way it feels, the way it tastes, the way it smells. It's tactile. It's physical. Depending on what mm-hmm. you're doing, it's goddamn dangerous. Exactly. It's I hot, to, like yeah. a hot cast iron, a big giant blade. You're like cutting up some sh- shallots or something. Bro, shit. I have to get out a torch that goes up to a thousand degrees <laughs> yeah. to start my grill. Yeah, dog. And yeah, man, like it. it I mean, there's got to be something else that it appeals to. The consequences are, I don't know, diarrhea if you're stupid. Yes. That's about but it. that happens a lot. Yeah, you can often. choke. <laughs> you can choke. But that's not the food's fault. That's your fault. You can't right, chew, exactly. dummy. Exactly. That's, that's, uh, that's mechanical error. Yeah, that's, that's your mouth's fault. I like that premise. Cooking is nice. I, I enjoy it. Uh, I, uh, speaking of cooking, I smoked burgers on Sunday. Okay. I put them on Instagram, and boy. Oh, I saw those bitches. They looked great. I need to tell you right now, they looked amazing. Oh, what's, what's the rest of the story? Uh, buddy boy howdy did i fuck him up how so i made my blend i have my proprietary spice blend billy's blend trademarked uh it's not don't take it though and uh um, blend it's a blend of spices a blend a bullet blendy it's oh a, god it's, it's billy's blendy B- billy's blendy billy's blendy oh come on <laughs> shit so um i was uh I I, made, I did that, and then I had a little little bit left over from wings I made. Okay, and of, I, so I, of Billy's blend of Billy's blend chicken wing blend. There's a difference between chicken and when you season for chicken and when you season for beef. Yeah, what do you do with chicken? You put in more salt. Yes, beef doesn't need it. Uh uh-uh. And I didn't think about it. Dumped it in. So they were super salty. Dude, they were unbelievably salty. They were so salty. They were spicy. Oh my god! Like salt burn, salt burn. I know that. I, I dude, so I mad. fucked it up with some salt because Daddy loves salt. I love salt. Don't get it twisted. But, but they were too salty. They were far too salty. Too salty that the mother-in-law couldn't finish them. Oh, that's. Did I have one for lunch today? Of course, yes, you I did. did. And dude, use then, every part of the kill, dude. Then the burger struck again yesterday. Okay, right. warning. This is gross. Uh-huh. You know I'm tongue-tied? Yeah. Well, I went to go take a bite, and I went a little big, and when I went, I felt... You're kidding. My tongue... Your tongue popped. Popped and disconnected. I now have new superpowers. I can get it all the way down, dude. What? Yeah. Did that hurt? Uh, uh, A little bit. Ooh, what? But it is like, it looks like I have a vagina connecting my tongue right now, because it is just separated. Lift it up. Uh... (laughs) 
I got a little puss in my mouth. You just went, you just took too big a bite and your tongue was like, we're fine. <laughs> so when you said took too big of a bite, yeah, there's consequences. Yeah, dude, I'm just trying to think of like the, it's like a, the equivalent of like a stress fracture over time, right? And oh, it yeah. finally just goes in, in like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. A NBA player's leg just goes at a right angle. <laughs> yeah. That, that was Derek Rose's knee. Yeah. That, yes, exactly. That's yeah. just too many sky roses. <laughs> That's too many just, like, maximum Uh, capacity bites. But you know what? This benefits. Oh, yeah, dude. That's hilarious. That's something in your body breaked. Broke. Breaked. Broke. Broke. I'm done breaked. You done breaked your tongue. (laughs) But, dude, I heard it go, and I was like, oh. And then I went, pain one to ten is... Um, it was just it kind happened, of weird. It was surprise, and then like it peaked more at, in the evening. I was like, my mouth actually hurts. Yeah, I bet. Um, but now it's like, Man, Damn, it's just it's an inconvenience. Whole different thing. Just it's like touching a, it. It's just like a canker sore. Yeah, someone's very excited about it. <laughs> uh, you know who it is. It's the dog. The dog's pumped. Uh um, Yes. The dog's so Damn, excited. Bill. Well, congratulations on your Thank new you. tongue. Thank you. I'm Gene Simmons. I'm coming for you. That's really exciting, man. See, it is. That was a great part of my week so far that I've had. I'm. Go ahead. No, oh. and that, and then taking Rosie to the ballpark for Bark in the Park. And she behaved. She was fantastic. She was great. I no longer want to get rid of my dog. I like the dog. Oh, she knows how to act. Yeah, it took, 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 you know, a month and a half and a lot happened. of hard work from Alicia. That, I just was, I just said, I just kept walking by like, you need to figure out this dog. I'm a fuck it. And then I just keep going in the other room. I mean, that's, that's what happens. Puppy comes in here. Puppies are going to puppy. But no, of course. I mean, dogs wouldn't be in every other home in America if they were like truly shitty. You Agreed. know. Yeah. No, I mean, that's cool. I'm glad that Rosie's got her little act together. She was good. Uh, the Bark in the Park is a novel concept. Yeah, it, it kind of blows my mind. In practice, it is a fucking terrible idea. Yeah. I, we had fun, but there's no reason to get that many dogs together in a place that isn't made for dogs. Yes, it is not. Where do you? Where's a dog going to sit? Do you think a dog's just going to sit in a normal chair the whole time? Can't imagine. No. You're going to have him lay on the ground? What's on the ground? All of the food every in the food, ballpark. Every food, And yes. every smell imaginable. That's what I'm saying is it's just so uh, stimulating. Extremely. I mean, it's loud. Did they make it less loud for no. Bark in the Park? It's just, it's just normal... <laughs> Normal game with low attendance, but you just throw in 50 to 75 <laughs> dogs. Yeah. Hey, man, I mean, fuck it. It's fun. I mean, if you're bad, go for it. Yeah, dude, they should have hiss at the park and let people bring reptiles. <laughs> I said that's yeah. what I said. I was like, oh. Just a bunch of snakes and lizards and yeah. <laughs> terrariums. Here's the thing. Uh you think they would kind of mute the noises and the guy in the that plays the clap and make noises would like get the night off? Mute it. Dope. He went the same. He was like, good, 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 loud. And then you just hear people clap and then dogs looking around like, where's my master? Where do I go? Right. Where do I go? It's like, this is a terrible idea. So in Bark in the Park, do they have like dog concessions? Do they have like treats or like bowls of cream or... Like water around the park. Or they anything. had so you walk. You had to go in the right field entrance. Uh, you were at the right foot, right, right uh, foul pole, and so you went up through that area, like where the Budweiser deck is, the fan zone entrance. And when you walk in, they had this company called the Pet Butler set up, probably a little bit bigger than this room of just sod in between those brick, those concrete walls. Yeah, where it was like this is where your dog pees. 
It was gross. Yeah, that's a <laughs> giant piss and shit sponge. Yeah, dude, exactly. Cool. Neat. And then it was just like, <laughs> great. I was like, Alicia was like, I got to take the dog. And I went, cool, I'll stand to the side. I'm not ruining my shoes. That's so wild. It was so gross. Just she a was, giant sponge of pee. It was foul. And then just... In a walking, piss just soaked a ground, piss puddle with just like uh f- like three inches of sod where every dog pees, and then Lord they, have mercy. Then they walk up and then they're like, "Here's dog water," and it was a like one of those tubs like this big, about that wide that they just filled up with a hose and just was like, "This is it." I was like, "Cool, damn." Um, and then they had like you know they were giving out treats. They had an euthanasia center, so if you wanted to put your dog down at the ballpark. Oh really? Yeah, to have your last moments Is with there, it. I mean, like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going to take my dog's last moments. They're going to be a great American. Seems like a really good dog could potentially like be great for getting foul balls and stuff. Could be, but then the problem is you have seventy other dogs that are going crazy. Damn. Which is cute. It's very cute. It's a very neat Instagrammable thing, and then you leave. Like, that's what it should be. Yeah. They have a doggy parade, which is cute. Mr. Red came over and said hello, and then that was like, that was it. It was pretty, I mean, it's cool. I had a great time. Rosie was extremely well-behaved, but the moment when, um, I think it was Drury who hit a homer. uh, Fireworks. Fireworks. Lights going crazy. She jumped up and went into my arms, and I had to hold her. And, and hold her in my in my into my chest, and the whole time she was farting. Oh, that's fun! Just like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, she's farting! Damn, dude! How many? So, how many dogs do you think were there? Probably like fifty or sixty of all breeds and sizes. See, fifty or sixty—that's like it's a lot of dogs. It's a lot, but then also it's like shockingly low i mean i guess our attendance is just in general out of those 50 or 60 dogs how many of those people do you think only went because they could bring their dog like do you think that those people do you think they go to games without their dog or it's bark in the park and they're like such a dog my dog is my personality that i'm gonna go because i that's so it's like bark in the park are like dog people dude i would tell you i'll go public with it sure Losers. I agree. Yeah. If your entire personality is your dog. Yeah. I'm not saying everyone with a dog is. You know what I'm saying. But like I know, the but people... if you take one aspect of your life and you make it your entire personality, you're a fucking nerd. Bum. Yes, you're, exactly. And it doesn't yeah. matter what it is. Yeah, that's... Yes, that's exactly that's a, it. That's, a, that's the nicest way to put it. Yes. I could be real mean, but I'm not going to. And be specific. And, uh, but I don't want to get... No, but I don't want right. to get bombarded on no, stage but that's, and tackled. But that's, like, but that's good enough. That, like, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I love my dog. I love my cats. I love the Reds. Uh, <clears throat> I love stand-up comedy. I love, I love my cooking. wife. I love cooking. Is it my entire personality? No. No, it can't be. I am so glad that the dog is not your entire personality. I want you to know that. We're, talk- we're talking Bark in the Park. Yeah. The, the first lady came in. So much fun. It seemed like it was. It seemed like it went really well. She was. She was mostly good. There's a little too much. There was a. The weirdest thing that we saw the whole night was a couple came in with a pit bull that had very obviously recently given birth. Just big nips. Yeah. Huge swinger. Just just, giant dog tits. And but that wasn't the weirdest part. It was that it was 
like dragging the owners all over the place. Just a very chill pre- <laughs> yeah. postpartum depression pit bull. Mm-hmm. That's what I was wondering if that was going on. I was like, is this dog back in heat what's happening? But it was literally dragging so hard that it was going like <laughs> for 15 minutes. Yeah, it was horny. It was... <laughs> It was trying to get pregnant under the smokestacks. I know they're really sweet and they're very cute and everyone is allowed to do whatever they want to do, but pit bulls mm-hmm. are scary. Extremely. Yeah. They're scarier. Yeah, well, they're, they're scarier <laughs> in a fucking lab. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just like objectively. They're I'm not per- saying all pit bulls, but like if we're yeah. talking dogs, yeah, there's the only, scariest one. There's only one pit bull that I'm not scared of, and his name is Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. Oh, yeah, exactly. And he's, and he's a Puerto Rican man or wherever yeah. he's from. And he's never in heat. Yes. Oh, he's always on fire, dude. <laughs> and um, boy, muy fuego. In, in fuego. Yeah. In fuego. In gala. Yeah. Mr. Worldwide, dude. He's coming. In general? He's, well. <laughs> <laughs> he's coming this motherfucker's to, here. He's here. He's coming to Cincinnati. He's playing oh, Riverbend. He really? With Iggy Azalea opening. What a show. Boy, that'd be fun to go and witness. Oh, we're going. We're going. Oh, f- yeah? Yeah. Oh, good for you guys, dude. I need a report back. That's incredible. Friend of the pod, uh, friend of the pod, Emma and Albert, are taking us and they have box seats at Riverbend and we're going to be in, in the box at Riverbend for Pitbull and Iggy Azalea. How does it get any funnier? Honestly, no, that's hilarious. It's no, that's so set up funny. to be an incredible evening of people watching. Are we taking a party bus there? Absolutely. Let's go. I mean, go all in. Just, go, you're right. I, there's no way that that won't be so goddamn fun. <laughs> Great. You'll be having so much fun and even if it starts off as, as of like going ironically or whatever, you'll get there and be like, "This rules!" Yeah, <laughs> they're they're killing, dude. It'll be when Pitbull gets on. We'll probably know every word. It'll be like, "I remember this one from every Bud Light commercial." Yeah, exactly. Oh shit, uh, high school. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, god. College. college. Yeah, for real, dude. Pitbull. Yeah. Dirty pit. Dirty. Pit. Those things are incredible. That bag is not going to last. No, the pod. it's not. <laughs> Another opener ahead of Iggy Azalea, and that man's name is Sean Paul. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would be yeah. amazing. Yeah. Again, better. Sean Paul is the better. Sean Paul had a moment, dude. Yeah, he did. Sean Paul, Sean Kingston's coming. Oh, he's yeah. yeah, he's coming, and the opener is the jet ski that almost killed him. <laughs> oh, so Pretty many good. beautiful girls. <laughs> <laughs> that rules. So many beautiful bridges, too. Oh, so many. He just wants to run into them all on his jet ski. I'll keep going back to Sean it. Sean Kingston, dog. Yeah. Well, that pit bull thing would be fun. It would be fun. Now you bring your dog, bark at the yeah pit bull. You should be able to bring your dog yeah to a pit bull show. <laughs> it's like, come on, man, bark at the bend. Come on, dog. Oh, uh, a pit bulls only. Bark at yeah, just a yeah. bunch of pit bulls. Yeah, I feel like you can bring your dog to a pit bull show and then probably Jimmy Buffett and just see how drunk the parrot heads get and how many dogs go missing. Plenty. Yeah, I would sign me up. I'd love to go to that. Fucking plenty. Would you ever go to a Jimmy Buffett concert? I've been to Jimmy Buffett I concerts, figured. Bro. I was just going to guess. You kidding me? I wanted to politely put it out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, Jimmy Buffett concert. It's uh, really like kind of the same idea as a Pitbull concert. Sure. You go. It seems so eye-rolly. 
you go and you're like, oh yeah, this will be fun. I'm so much cooler than this. And then you go and there's 15,000 people Mm -hmm. and you get caught up and no, and you realize that, I don't know, Jimmy Buffett. I might have said this on the pod before. Do you know what his door deal is at Riverbend? Uh, I'm going to guess it's like a 70-30 split. It is a 110%. Whoa! So he takes every cent of ticket sales, and then they pay him 10% of ticket sales. Whoa! 110% of the door, because they, they sell every ticket, they sell out of beer, they sell out of margaritas, they sell every parking spot. It's, you know, it's their biggest fucking night of the year. It's huge. It's a full-on event. My, that was my question, is how they sell out of beer, because people party in the lots oh, three yeah. days Full before the tailgate. concert. But, I mean, it's just a thing. I don't know. I, I've seen Jimmy Buffett and Willie Nelson at Riverbend, and both times, you just, you're looking at them, especially as, like, performers. Yeah. It's like, the oh, get it up, lady. You, uh... You get you get caught up emotionally because you're like, dude, Jimmy Buffett's been coming to this venue for like three and a half decades. Yeah, he has two live albums recorded at Riverbend. It's incredible, yeah. right? It's incredible. Well, Willie Nelson's been coming to Riverbend. When did it open? When did Riverbend open? Because that is how long Jimmy Buffett and Willie Nelson have been playing it. I'll pull, uh, I'll pull a Jamie. You know what I'm saying? Pull that shit up, Jamie. But I don't know. It was cool. Jimmy Buffett, man, That I, I've done wonderful and horrible things at Jimmy Buffett concerts. Here we go. Riverbend opened. Uh, wow, it is not as uh, it's not as old as I thought. 80s or 90s? 19... 84. 84. There you go. How cr- It was built for $9 million. That doesn't seem that much. But well, then they just put a roof on yeah, grass but, and yeah, poured concrete. Yeah, but then when you go up there, it kind of makes sense. It's not like an arena. Yeah, $9 million. Yeah. If you built that shit today, it would be 35. Oh, uh, the first venue, the venue's first performance was by Eric Kunzel, rest in peace, and the Cincinnati Pops Orchestra with special guests Ella Fitzgerald and Neil Armstrong. Damn, Neil Armstrong. Yes, the the astronaut. The astronaut. I don't know why he's listed. <laughs> well, that's cool. That's cool. He just talked. He did a live pod. Dude, it's so funny because the next thing on a wiki is Jimmy Buffett at Riverbend. He's played every year since 1988. Yeah, every year since 88. And at this point, he gets 110% of the door. Whoa! 41 consecutive sellouts. Yeah. Only two other venues where he has played more Comcast Center and the Meriwether Post Pavilion. That's so cool. Mm. No, nah, Jimmy Buffett, absolute legend. He's going around. He's playing playing these sellouts Cin- at 70 plus. Cincinnati is where the t- phrase parrot head was coined. See. Come on. See, no matter, about, no matter how you feel about that genre or about Jimmy Buffett, look in the fucking mirror. Realize it's fucking. It, it's it's a cultural thing. It's cool. No, it's Sorry, insane. it's cool. No, it's very cool. It rules. When you really break it down. It rules the same way that Pitbull rules. It rules. Well, Pitbull doesn't have 41 consecutive sellouts. You're goddamn he right. Does he does have doesn't. 41 consecutive songs in Bud Light commercials, though. Yes, he does. Pretty cool. That net worth is not hurting. Not hurting. So you were talking about this earlier, and I was thinking about adding it to the pod, and we should do this every week when the Reds continue to suck. Uh, new nights at the ballpark to bring people in. 
All right. And okay. you kind of took mine. Oh, that's When fun. you thought I was going to talk about doing a lizard night yeah. at the ballpark. Cold-blooded. Cold what would you name it? That scene. Now, this is where we get to figure it out. Hiss, this is the hiss puzzle. Hiss at the park. Hiss at the park. Uh, uh, wait. Uh, scales. Scales or scales. Scale. Slither and center. Or Okay. That's not bad. Uh, what, what, uh, oh, and then the Cold giveaway. Cold-blooded night. Cold-blooded. Uh, the giveaway that comes with it when you bring your lizard or your snake is uh, free Cincinnati Reds branded heat rock. Yeah, I like that. That's cool. Or just like Solar one of those card. red light bulbs, but it just got the C, <laughs> C on, on it. it. <laughs> yeah, like a heat lamp. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. It's That's the shape good. of the wishbone C. What else? What about... Um, That's a good... This is a good... Segment. This is this a good a, bit. This, this is a good, this bit. Is a good bit. Ways to get people out to the stadium. Yeah. Um, because it got with the with the uh, with the purchase of a ticket, you are allowed to shit in the tr- in the tundra <laughs> out in left center field. Yes. Perfect segue into. We are still on uh, Turdra watch. Yeah. Hasn't happened. We're waiting. We're waiting. Where is he? Is he sitting here? Who knows? <laughs> Maybe. I can get down with that. I could get a couple, especially we're talking about, uh, uh, you know, things that they're doing to get people out of the ballpark. Tuesday nights, that three, two, one. That's what made me think of it. Three, two, one, three dollar, 12 ounce BLs. Yeah. What is it? Two dollar dogs, one dollar popcorn, one dollar ice cream cups. All right. I think Sign I'm going tonight. Yeah. yeah I just mean, go what after. the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, man. Three dollar beers. It's cheaper than the hub. That is, dude. And I never thought that would be, would ever get cheaper. Yeah, my God. So, you know, you know what's a great deal? Oh, you got a good deal on your hands? Dude, I got a great deal. Guys, <laughs> we are now influencers. What? We always have been. We dog. always have been. Look, we've been food influencers, but now we're peddling t-shirts. But Billy, I thought that was your job. Shut up. Uh... Check it out. Go to intheclutch.com. We have, uh, we, <laughs> in the clutch has we. MLB, we, yeah, we. You, we, can, we, you get to say we. we, okay, I do get to say, um, we have MLB PA licensed stuff, Negro League licensed stuff, uh, a lot of just baseball theme stuff, all kinds of just different sports apparel. Go and check it out. Use the code Nasty Boys to get ten percent off. That's pretty good. Whoa! Link in the description. In the clutch. In the clutch. You should do it. In the clutch. It's cool as shit. Check Promo it out. Promo code Nasty Boys. Nasty Boys, and you get ten percent off. It's a good deal. They got. Oh, I mean, it's like the MLB pay, MLB PA license makes all the difference in the world. So any T-shirt that you've seen online of like a specific player mm-hmm. or any like something that In the Clutch does really well is it's like if something pops off in the in the news, mm-hmm. if something happens and it's just all over ESPN, all over Twitter, all over baseball tonight, that T-shirt will come out in like a week. Not even. It's like Less two days. That. It's like that yeah. night. It happens. Yeah, because I'm in the chat talking, watching baseball, going like, hey, check this out. Hey, check this out. I mean, we're talking like shirts that there are some shirts, and this is what's so impressive about In the Clutch is it's like, it's there are some shirts where if you buy one, you might be like one of one. 10 people <laughs> yeah. in the whole fucking world to have this Jock Peterson Pearl shirt or whatever moment it is. You Just know? type in Farmers Only. On in the clutch, 
that's right up your alley. Yeah, go it's to Kyle Farmer at every position. It's sick. in the field. I've seen that shirt. Well, yeah, in, guess what? in the You're, clutch promo code Nasty Boys. Boys. That's worth it. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah, uh, Color Cast. You know the deal. It's a streaming audio only platform where live. you can. It's live, it's audio only. It's like this, but if you were in that camera right now, you could like type something and to talk us. to us, or even say something if you are in that tier. Yeah, just link it to your Twitter. You can find us at the new Nasty Boys. We'll be on someday at some time. Bring your spiciest takes. We did all the reads. Color cast. We're red up, baby. We're red up. That, that, that in the clutch thing is cool, especially because really cool. I know you kind of finagled that yourself. I did. Yeah, so it's which be is pretty good. cool. Congrats, dog. Thank you. I appreciate that. Let's get into the Sh- week. Shall we? Was. We'll start on May third, my sister's birthday. She turned thirty-three this year. How about that? There you go. She is almost in her mid thirties. What do you when you consider your mid thirties? Is it like thirty five and then thirty five to thirty eight? Mid is thirty five. Okay, great. Thirty four, you're in your early thirties. Thirty five, mid thirties. Thirty six, mid thirties. Thirty seven through thirty nine, late thirties. Okay, perfect. Uh, thank you. I did need that cleared up. We're I, in our early thirties. We're in our early thirties. We're in our early thirties. Yes. Yeah, we're great. Full on. Uh, the Reds lost three to six to the Brewers. Uh, you had Tyler Malley on the bump, who did three. Who had three and a third, three and a third innings pitched with four hits, five runs, four of them earned, three walks, two strikeouts, a homer. His stuff just wasn't on that day. But then the rest of the d- the day, the bullpen was nails. With they really were Alexis nails. Diaz and Hoffman pitching a combined uh, four. Wait, sorry, uh, three and a thirds innings. Correct. If I'm doing my math. About 1.2 plus 1.2 is three and a third. No earned runs and five strikeouts. Alexis Diaz and Jeff Hoffman have been very solid outside from one bad Hoffman performance this week. Um, the offense was not really there, but Tommy Pham hit a homer and he also hit a double in that game. Mike Moustakis also hit a double that, and an RBI. That is not comatose. I mean, he's batting 245. Right, that's around what he hits. Yeah, exactly. We just need, there's no power. Right, and that's coming because there's he, no pop. He just got back off the IL. He is playing. Yeah, right, he's playing in uh, forty minutes, thirty-eight minutes. Yeah, so exciting stuff. Um, Mally even said it after the game. My secondary stuff wasn't on. I'm not finding it yet. But think about who he's had to pitch against. Yeah, I mean the best, of the best, the best of the best. Dodgers, Braves, Cardinals, Padres. Yeah, it's brutal. All, it's fucking brutal. All playoff teams. Yep. All no, of them. No doubt in my mind now. You know what Malley does, and it's so weird because he'll do it in a good performance, but it's and, – and Welsh was talking about a little bit about it, Welsh and Sadak, who, god damn it, I just love – Sadak? Sadak is the, the man. man. And then he drops at least three comedy movie references. Yes, no. Sadak, Sadak rules. But Mally, and I mean, I noticed it. Anybody who watches notices it. Mally can go out there and through three innings, he could have one hit, six Ks, no walks. But his pitch count is at 59. Yeah, he's just and throwing a lot of pitches. He, he throws so many pitches, and he's winning at bats, and he's got a high K rate. But you'll look up, he'll be throwing a gym, but in the fifth inning, he's at 100 pitches. You know, I mean, that I, I don't know what that is, because he is a K guy. Right. He's but, a strikeout guy, but it's like seven, eight pitch at bats. I mean, he's averaging something like 18, 19 pitches an inning. Yeah. And I, that's... 
that's just it's hard. It's hard, and that's also why he gets shelled in the third time going through is because he has unleashed his arsenal to get these Ks <laughs> yes. in the first second go around. And they know what it looks like, and they know what yes, right. And it's that's, all adjustments. And I know he's still. That's who he is. Yeah. He's not going to change that. No. So he just has to figure out his secondary pitches and know going out that Tyler Malley might only go five and a third. There's a very, very occasional time where he goes to that Seven. third time. Yeah. Right. I think that only happened maybe once or twice. Yeah. Last I know. He's not a long, long-term guy. Not meant for the, not meant for the world. Um, and then Brandon Woodruff, five and two thirds, three earned runs, four hits, 12 Ks, gave up two dingers. Did Gotti get in that game? Because Trevor looked great a couple times against Trevor's the Reds. Trevor's in the next game, so let's yeah, get right go. into it on 5-4. You've got the Reds losing 4-18. to Yikes. A low-scoring football game. It, Vladdy, 4-3, 8 hits, 7 earned runs, 2 walks, 2 Ks, 2 homers. Is it time yeah, to I mean, send him back down? Yes. I'm in 100% agreement yeah. with you. When Lodolo no, comes I mean, he's back, not, he's throwing BP, dude. It's bad. He just he t- gets shelled, dude. Since since he since when since his arm went dead in September of last year, his he has just not looked the same. No, I mean he's taught. He's there are guys in the league who can get away with a ninety-two mile per hour fastball. He's not one of them, but he is not one of them. I mean, it is what it is. That guy is just throwing meat. Yeah, he got figured out quick. Um. Yeah, that I hate it for him, and it's weird for him to have gotten figured out so quick with the way that he like changed the arm slot, changes the deli- changes the timing and the pace. But it's like sometimes your shit's just not nasty enough to be in the bigs. No, it might be in the pen, but he's not in a starting rotation. I think Vlad, a guy who works like him, is better suited in the bullpen. I agree. He, whoever that dude is for the Yankees, Nestor, who's all over Twitter because he's mm-hmm. just. He dances out there. I mean, he's full-on Louis Tiant. Bro almost had a no-no yesterday. Yeah, that guy's filthy. He's nasty. But it, it, but it's not Vlad. It's 92. You know who he needs to take some notes from? Old school Steve Shishak. Mm. Take a look at how that shit breaks. Steve Shishak reference. Dude, guy, yeah, he's, he's, still, he's still in the league. Take a look, watch some film, and go, I should be doing that. Um, it's a weird release angle, but the, the weird release... But the problem is, is that he's just leaving it up. You're leaving it up too high. You can only live in the bottom of the zone and keep breaking down and away. And it seems like that curveball is just staying up a little too high, or they're figuring out a sequencing. Just a wee that's little too high. That's something he needs to figure out in AAA, not yep. the bigs. Yeah, Louisville, not in Great American Ballpark. No, that what the worst place to figure out your curveball, something that hangs and it's getting and just warmer, it's getting smoked. Um, Buck, Buck, Ground Chuck, Buck Farmer got fucking shelled. Inning pitched, three hits, four earned runs, one walk, one K. Uh, and that game was closed out by your right fielder, Matt Reynolds. How fun. Position player Matt pitching. Reynolds gets picked up off the fucking couch. He comes in, and now he's pitching in a Major League Baseball game. <laughs> just like, can you throw it over? Yeah. We need one out. Yeah. Just go do it. Yeah, exactly. And he did. Oh, boy. That next game, another loss. 5-10 to ten to the Brewers. Uh, in that game, you've got Mike Moustakas hitting a double. Tyler Stevenson with a homer. Um, and... Not looking good for Hunter Green. Two and two-thirds innings, nine hits, eight earned runs, one walk, seven Ks, five homers. We'll get to him later. I have a little bit to talk to about with him in the after we wrap up here. Uh, Trevor Gott, 
was in the last game with a hold in two Ks. And then in this game that I am talking about, Trevor Gott got another hold, one inning pitched, two strikeouts. And the season so far to this point, he has a 1.74 ERA. But we got to him last night. Yeah, he's got 11 inherited runners. Not one of them has crossed the plate. What a guy. Nah, I love it for him, man. I do, too. It's so sick. If he keeps it up, he's getting that deal. A hundred percent. He's getting that deal. Yeah, and they're already talking about it on on Twitter, because their GM, whoever's in charge, I can't remember his Uh, name up in... uh, David Stearns. uh, Yes, David Stearns. Do you know where he comes from? Where? Tampa Bay. Okay, that makes sense, because that guy's a fucking genius. Uh, They've got Trevor out of one year right now, but he's like... On the minimum. Yeah, he's on the minimum, but he's also... I don't know all the verbiage exactly, but like he's under arbitration for two more years. Oh, okay. So it's like it's a good deal for Trev because Trevor knows what this deal is. Uh, you know, uh, guys who come out of the pen, you're looking. Most of them are are just going one year at a time, make or break. Get that? Yes, exactly. Get that contract. But I mean, after this year, they, you know. No, they're not going to be able to pay him the league minimum again. No, they're gonna they're gonna have to. I bet they try and buy him out in the middle of the season. Yeah, and, and, and how great and, would that be? Fuck, dude, just keep it up, T. Gotti. I love you, kid. Uh, and then now we finally get a reprieve. We get to finally play the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah, Thank fucking god, the Buckos came to town. And that first game was an offensive explosion for the Reds. It with, was amazing with nine runs and Naquin uh, got in on it. Six of those runs. We're in one inning, which yep. was the most runs the Reds had scored into in a game at that point, and it was all done in one inning. Wow. How crazy is that? That's how that's how one bad because of I think the late start with a lot of guys coming in coming either going on or coming on, god damn it, getting off the aisle or going on the aisle. Um it's just it's bad, and so they finally got some 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 semblance of some offense in this one, and he got to see someone who they know in JT Brubaker. Yep, they Youngstown, know Ohio, and hit. Oh, Youngstown, Ohio guy. Oh yeah, yep. didn't know that. Now you do. Uh, I think I sat. Uh, I was like a section over from his family. Oh yeah, yeah. I heckled the shit out of him. Um. But that game, you've got Tyler Stevenson hitting a double, Naquin hitting a double, Drury coming alive with a double, um, with Drury with ribs, TJ Friel with a rib, Naquin with a rib, Tyler Stevenson with four ribs, Naquin with three. Come on, boys. Yeah, that was great. And Connor Overton fucking nails again for a guy that you didn't, I didn't expect anything from coming out of here. You know, fifth round pick by the Florida Marlins gets here, is 28 years old, and he pitches five and a third, six hits, two earned runs, four Ks. Thank you, sir. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Thank you, sir. Keep doing numbers. I got to piss. Go piss. With uh, Sesa, one and two thirds innings with two Ks. Sims, Sims, one inning pitched, two hits. Three Ks, one walk, and then Strickland shutting the door. You love to see that. Um, and there was something very interesting about, was it that game? It was that game, which we will talk with Lee in a second when he gets back. And then you have game number two, which was a bullpen game, and the Reds lost 8-5, to five, which was expected. When you've got Moreta starting, he gave up two earned runs. Philip Deal, not the real deal. Two thirds of an inning pitched, gave up two hits, two runs, two of them earned two dingers. Then Stephen Duggar comes in, and the guy who walks off the street walks off 
The street puts on a Reds uniform, three innings pitched, five hits, three of them earned, five Ks, one walk, gave up a homer, and then the rest of the game happened. But overall, that is kind of expected when you have a bullpen game and you don't have a plan because Nick Lodolo's on the IL. Now I will go back to that last game, game one now that Lee is back. Did you see that shit with Josh Van Meter? Oh, yeah, that was crazy. How wild. Can't imagine that. Guy guy is the emergency catcher, has never caught the big league. Since high school. Ex-red, mind you. Yeah. Uh, Roberto Perez gets hurt. The other, the other catcher gets tossed for arguing strikes. Well, one of the catchers, like, leg snapped at Yeah, it's Perez. He just tripped around second and went, oh, I don't need this anymore. Yeah, that's, oh, that sucks. But there were calls that he like he couldn't frame them. They were clearly strikes, but he just couldn't. Dude, get imagine, it together. dude, that's hard to do to be the emergency catcher in a high school game. For you're sure. the emergency catcher in the big leagues, where even for Oof. the Pittsburgh Pirates, you're going out there and, and catching somebody who's humming ninety six, ninety seven. Yeah, I mean, what the fuck? Insane. I felt bad for him. Of course. Yeah, it sucks. In the second game, uh, you've got home. In the first game, let me see here. That, uh, no, yeah, second game. In that second game, you've got a homer from Brandon Drury and a double from Brandon Drury and four RBIs for the guy. And, um, yeah, pretty awesome. And then let's, uh, let's finish out this Pittsburgh Pirates series where the Reds win. Fun game. What does that mean if the Reds win two out of three games? We won a series. We won a series. Holy shit. Yeah, baby. Tyler Maui looked good. Five innings pitched, one hit, two earned runs, three walks, six Ks, gave up a homer. But guess what? It's a great line at home. Yeah, great line at home for a guy who struggles at home. Like I said earlier, even in that game, pitch count way up. But job well done. I mean, job done. And then the bullpen came in and minus uh, Muerta. Muerta gave up a dinger uh, to Reynolds, I believe. Yeah. But, I mean, everyone else can't complain. No, you cannot. It was it looked it was like a fucking uh, alternate universe seeing Colin Moran in a Reds jersey hit a home run off Heath, Heath Henry in a Pirates jersey. It felt good. A grand slam, actually. It did. Oh, that felt good to watch that happen. Yeah, it was awesome. You know, Heath Henry was the bane of our existence last year, yeah. and to see him be thrown into a Pirates uni and get shelled, it's like <laughs> I remember this feeling, but on the other side. Yeah, for sure. Uh, also good to see Moran get a little swagger. Getting it, he's getting hot. The yeah. guy has a stick. It's just been he was signed Big late. Stick. I mean, been in the league for a long time. Yeah, uh, I mean, ten of his home runs were at Great American Ballpark in the other uniform. No shit. So excited to see him coming around. Yeah, that's good. Eventually, Joey Votto will get back after he gets done with the the coffee sneezies. But um, is that what's wrong with JV and Nick? They're sick. They have COVID. Really? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Love it. And then we're going to go to last night's game because the game is getting ready to start in do, 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 thir- 25 minutes. So uh, last night's game, Bark in the Park. That aforementioned Bark in the Park. That was a fun night. We were there. And I the, mean, yeah. And the Reds. One ten to five. Two game win streak. Two game in a row. A win streak. <laughs> yes. Fuck yeah. 
God, I'm so excited. I mean, two in a row. It, it, it's so funny. We're not even being sarcastic. No, I'm positively I'm so thrilled. Geeked. I'm so thrilled. Look, man, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. You just got to keep putting two and two together. Just keep put, putting wins together. Schedule's going to be hard. It was how much harder is it going to get than what we just went through? It will never be harder than that. No, it, it won't. It will never be harder than the number one hardest strength of schedule in Major League Baseball. Baseball. Combine that with what's coming down the pipe with the entire AL East. But yeah, you still get to play the NL Central. The Cubs don't look good. Uh, the Cardinals, you already saw them. The Brewers, you already saw them. Yeah, I mean the Brewers are obviously the superior team, but there is something to be said about like just playing a team a lot. There's also something to be said about beating the absolute dick off of Brandon Woodruff. Yeah. You know? There's something to be said about having him go out and he pitches four and a third, gives up eight hits, six runs, five of them earned, two walks, six games. Yeah, that's a Cy Young guy. Two dingers. Oh, yeah. That's a guy that you can, that you're touching up. You'll love to see that. Yeah. Uh, and you know what you also love to see? Luis Castillo back on the bump. Yeah. You get your ace back. He didn't look exactly ace material. He but looked like what? an ace in his first start back a, a month and a half into the season. Exactly. Four and two thirds, three hits, three of them earned, three walks, five strikeouts, gave up one homer. And then Sesa gave up two earned runs, had one K. But then you follow that up with Alexis Diaz, Jeff Hoffman, and Joel Kunal's back. Joel Kunal. The, back the, in the strap, man. The, I love to see it. The doughy hillbillies back yes, on the bump. dude. The, the goatee bandit. My guy. I bet I could fit into his jersey. Oh, for sure. I love that guy. Speaking Speaking of thick boys, Daniel Vogelbach for the Pirates. Oh yeah, I'm so hyped. He's still in the league. He he is he is literally fat. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, obviously he's like a freak athlete, like sure. a top tier athlete, but he's oh. fat. He's huge. Thickness. He is a thick boy. He's so thick. Nine C's in that thick. Yeah. He and he just all he does is he hits dingers and does a light jog. Yeah. Because he's trying not to pump his heart too hard. Truly, he grounded at the second base. Hard hit ball. So granted, it's like you're going to be out by a long time. By a, by, <laughs> by, by my mom. But, but like he was like 45 feet away from first base. <laughs> yeah. Why even run? There's no reason. It rules. How much longer until we see in this sport, we see these big, thick boys hitting ding-dongs, and then there are just designated runners? Can't be too much longer. I'd be all for it. Yeah, just have a little, there's a little dude just sitting there waiting at the dugout. Gone. Don't want these big, these big dogs to turn an ankle. Yeah, her <laughs> yeah, to turn a, turn aside. Uh, Vogelback, like he hit that ball and it just grounded a second and he saw just, oh. Yeah, right. It's a, it was just incredible to see him play. It's like, it's God, awesome. that guy weighs 300 plus. And he's played for Seattle. Oakland. Oakland. Uh, he's also played for... Was he a brewer? He was a brewer last year, and now he's in, he's a pirate. I feel like we're missing one, and I'm not going to Google Daniel Vogelbach, because if I do that with my fingers, it'll be more activity than he does in a day. Yeah. Not doing that. Yeah, don't want him to be winded. Mm-mm, not of doing your that. Google search. Uh-uh. No, thank you. Uh... Sandy Almora Jr., uh, he had a double. Moran hit another homer. That's back-to-back he games with homers. He went two for four on that Sunday Drury game. had a homer. I mean, let's go. TJ Friel, I've always liked that dude. I thought he should have been up here after we designated RSDs at Kino for assignment, yeah. and I'm glad he's here. Um, went up there, and he went one for five with a rib. And made a really nice diving catch out in right field. Yes, he did. Yeah, and he's got a beautiful flow. 
beautiful flow and it's just it's you just want to get all these guys together you know the yeah flow boys yeah exactly so do we um, have anything on indio do we know when we to expect him back i do i do i have something later for all you. all right good yeah a little, oh little tease oh, a little tease a little tease for you um cool let's talk about let's talk about uh some highlights for us you kind of mentioned it but brandon drury Boy, howdy. Hitting the cover off the ball. His last seven games. He's 10 for 29 with seven runs, two homers, 10 ribs, two walks, 10 Ks. It's, he's got a 345, 394, 655 slash line. 655 slug. Come woo, on, woo, kid. Woo. Here's, okay. Here's the, here's the problem you got here. You've got Moose coming back. You've got... Jose. We'll talk about him too. More importantly, you have Senzel and you have Vado that are imminent to return. Yeah. Next couple days. They're not hurt. They are just dealing with yeah. clogged sinuses right. right now. They'll be back. So you've got first base occupied. So Colin goes back to the bench. Center field. Your outfield then kind of shifts. Um, and you've got uh, Naquin somewhere else. Is, is He's not hurt. I just think he was sitting that game. Yeah. Yeah, he was DHing. Um, so that means you move Naquin to right. I mean, how? Where are you going to put Drury? You can't take him out of the lineup. No, I mean DH helps him out. Mm-hmm. But I'd put Drury at third before Moose. I don't care what the money situation is. I don't care either. I think then you make Moose your DH and sit him. You know, and I mean Farmer just got off the snide too. But whenever Barrero comes back, you have to put him in at shortstop. Yep, he's the future. And and at this point in the season, right now, uh, you know, and again, it's so streaky because Farmer, you know, two weeks ago was batting three seventy five. Yeah, he went over thirty four. And now he's at 205. So, you know, it's very streaky. We got a streaky team. Naquin, the king of streak, you know? Of course. Um, But if Barrero comes back and we slot him in at shortstop. Yeah. I mean, at this point, you 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 just say Drury, you're the third you're the third baseman until you, you know, go on some colossal dive. Right. Yeah. I think I'm in the same boat with you. Because he's got a nice glove, too. Yeah, and the guy plays everywhere. Yeah, he plays pretty much every infield position. You throw him out him. in a corner. Yeah, rotate him in and out, in and out give somebody a day off. But he, every, you got to keep every him day. in the lineup. Correct. Yeah, for sure. And he's the kind of guy who it's like, you know, sure, it might be nice if he could know that he was going to be playing third mm-hmm. or first or second or whatever. But, in you know, with all these injuries and with all this inconsistency, all we can ask of Drury is to just keep showing up to the park and raking. Yep. And but you're right; he can't be taken out of the lineup. No way. Not None. out of this fucking lineup. He's the only guy that <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, he's one of the only dudes who truly is doing it. Now I'm intrigued. Albert Almora Jr. Here, I called him Sandy. Whoops. I'm gonna look at his. Okay, his last seven, dude. Talk about a guy that you signed for minor league depth and to come up and come up and play in a pinch. Yeah. He is his slash line in 16 ABs. He's got six hits, four runs, no walks, six strikeouts, a stolen base, 375, 375, 500 slash line. In four games. You know what? You don't hate it. You keep adding this depth and it's starting to pay off. That's what I'm saying is this kind of depth is what you needed and you were missing. And then just the bats are turning around on it. 
kind of what we thought they would do. Like, obviously, there will there will be a dip if if Almora is playing every fucking day. Yeah, of course. But right now, fuck yeah. Yeah, sure, of sure. course. And it's it's translating to wins. That's what's happening. <clears throat> I mean, that's where we are. We he's gone now, but. We picked up JT Riddle, who came in and played three games and had three ribs and then said, see you later. See you, bye. Which is fine. And if India goes down again or if since, or whoever goes down again, we might have to call him again. Not really with Drury in the situation. No. You know? And uh, and also with uh, Matt Reynolds. Yeah. You know? Matt Reynolds is uh, playing some good ball. Yeah, he is. I mean, all of this, this these scratch-offs are actually paying off, unlike the bullpen with last year. Like, it's these positional guys are coming up, showing they can hit, and then doing their time, and then going back to Louisville. Yeah. Fine. That's great. You love to see that. That's why you sign them. Right. But you don't need them playing every day. No. That's what's scary. Here's also something that's scary. Hunter Green is getting shelled. Oh, crushed. Just just doesn't even have destroyed. like good innings. No. I'm looking at his heat map here and uh it's not good, man. He is leaving it center of the zone all the time. Yeah, he's just throwing too many strikes. Too many strikes that are very fast. Here's but straight as a preacher's dick. Right. I mean just yeah, it, you just put the jugs up to 105. And then go out there, and it just looks like any other fastball. Right. you got to get a little bit more movement on there. Yeah. And the slider's looking fine, but once you see that, how fast that that fastball gets, and then if there's any dip in velocity, you know the slider's coming. Yeah. And then if it's not the slider, then it's his changeup that isn't that great. That's something he's worked on and he's designing, but I know, look, man, I get it. He's, he's figuring it out. He's got to figure it out up here. But you gotta make some kind of change. Yeah, and and the changes that he needs to make don't happen quickly. No, it's like going learning to be how wild. to make the ball move because his balls. I mean, clearly there's been growth with him. We wouldn't have him up in the show. Yeah, you know his ball has moved more than when we drafted him when he was 18. Right, and with the year off with the Tommy Johns. Yeah, yeah, but it's like that. That takes a lot. That takes a yeah. lot. I mean, ask Trevor God. He's been <laughs> up and down, up and down, up and down year seven. And he, you know, yeah, just now getting that ball to move the way that it needs to at the major league level. Sure. You know, I don't know. I, the, the Hunter Green thing. It's going to take time. It, it's going to take time. And I just hope that he doesn't. It's a different thing psychologically when, um, like, an NFL quarterback. I always use this as an example. Peyton Manning gets drafted number one overall, yeah, and they go three and thirteen his first two years. And, but that's like par for the course. You know that makes sense. Mm-hmm. The team was bad around him. You're the leader of the team. It's different in baseball just because it's such like a singular thing or whatever, but. I wor- it, but, but because it's so singular and because it's so mental, uh, damn, you just dropped a goldfish and it caught on your titty. It's kind of fat we're getting. Leave it involved. right there. Um, I just don't want Hunter to – it's so mental that if he just goes out there and gets absolutely shelled this first season, that hits mentally different than Peyton Manning going 3-13. and 13. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but he has a good support system with DJ around him and the, the pitch. He's got like the pitching coordinator and pitching coach. Yeah. So it's like he's got a great support system. So I'm not too worried about the mental. He's a tough kid. You could tell he's he's a smart kid when you talk to him, when he talks and gives interviews. He'll be fine. 
the brain is not what I'm worried about. I'm more worried about him not him only having a four seam fastball and him not having a two seam fastball no, or a cutter. Yeah, and that will come. But again, like we just said, it takes a long time. It takes time. It's a long time of just getting shelled Shells. at the major league level. And looking at this, his hard hit percentage. 50%. Half the time, somebody's just ripping a ball off of him. Ripping on him. Damn. With an 8.71 ERA. Yikes. Yeah, dude, it is yikes city. Um, going over Connor, Connor Overton, but again, <coughs> this guy, he. And I mentioned the uh, Pittsburgh start, but the Colorado start was five and a third, three hits, one earned run, two walks, three Ks in cores. Um... I think you keep him here. You let Hunter Green figure it out. Yeah. I think you send you send Vladdy down once Nick gets back. Yeah. Or you bring somebody else up from the farm. Which I don't know who that would be. Is Reaver in the pen right now or in Louisville? He's in Louisville. Yeah. He is in <coughs> Louisville. Which is where he belongs. He needs to figure out his shit too. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if, if, you know, like Brandon Williamson kind of gets it together and figures it out. I haven't seen where he's, he's pitching in double A at the moment. Let's see how he's done this year in Chattanooga. Out of curiosity, um, in 22 and a third innings pitched, he has, oh, that's kind of scary. Uh, he's given up 20 hits, three homers. He's got 15 walks, 27 strikeouts. Batters are hitting 244 against him with a 1.57 whip with a 5.24 ERA. Yikes. Not ready yet. Bring up Graham Ashcraft. That's what I would do. Sure. Yeah. Guys, you know what he's doing right now? In six games, he's got a 1.63 ERA. Bring him up. Bring him up. With 21 Ks. To 15 walks Fine Whatever Just bring him up Bring anyone up That isn't Goddamn Vladdy Yeah And keep Connor Overton up here And the thing that I wanted to talk about With Connor That's so interesting Guy has Two Four Six different pitches He can get you out with That's fun But <laughs> you got a Four A two mm-hmm. Change Slide Curve Like slurve Or some shit Yeah he's got a f- a four seam slider sinker change curve cutter there you go that's what you need yeah just keep that ball moving yeah if on the bench connor should just be like hey hunter come here this is how you hold a cutter yeah i think it's literally just a whole issue yeah for real now use your crazy arm and just throw it yeah it, it will it move right yeah yeah it will move it will move uh bup, bup, okay and thank god tyler stevenson's back yeah, and I, I love Tyler Stevenson. He's, you know, Drury, it would be, you see it every year on some cellar dweller of a team, some guy here you're like, all-star, and then you're like, oh, yeah, I guess he's batting like 324 or whatever. Yeah. But it would be, obviously, you want that for Drury. That'd be incredible. But just for, like, the psyche of the, of the, of the franchise and the team. The face. You, you, you want to see Tyler make the all-star game of course i mean in the way that he calls a game you can see the difference great catcher yeah that's the thing that's uh you know guy guy rakes 
Yeah. And, but there's a ton of people who get drafted as catchers and then end up as a DH or on a corner somewhere. Yeah, they but might like, be playing first base and their name's Joseph Daniel Vaughn. Yeah, exactly. It, it, that, it, that's such a cerebral position. It doesn't. It, it's not surprising that Joey was a catcher. No. But, you know, especially with the DH, I don't know. I like Tyler behind the dish, though. He calls a good game. I like him, man. He yeah. knows what he's doing. I think also one more start with Stevenson Green as that battery. I think that they'll get it back together. I mean, yeah. he'll look like he did in Atlanta. I, th- yeah. I you know, that could help too. Um, <clears throat> Cause then he's, you know, he's got his guy. He's like, I'm going to be here a while. You're going to be here a while. Let's figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Let's Hang be game nasty. plan throughout the week. Kind of game plan talk throughout the week, figure it out. Yeah, for sure. And get back to it. Did you see that picture on, on Mother's Day of yeah. Tyler Stevenson and his mom after a Little League game and he's in a full Reds uniform? Yeah. Fucking rules. Him and Nick Lodolo in that Little League Reds. <laughs> That's sick. Tyler Stevenson, though, the bat is what's most important. It's I on feel fire. Unreal. He's in 28 Bs. He's got six hits, five runs, a homer, six ribs, two walks, eight strikeouts, and a stolen base. Stay hot, kid. 300, 364, 550 slashing. From your catcher, almost at three, four, five. Whew. Yeah, dude. I mean that that rules. That's what that's what you wanted. That's what he expects to do. The polar opposite of what we had last year. Yeah, with Tyler or with um, Tucky, Tucky Wucky. Um, and you talked about Kyle Farmer breaking the O for thirty five streak. And how did he do it? His Nana, his grandma, grandma's know all. Listen to your grandmother. Yes. Heard Barry Larkin talking about it on uh, one of his at-bats during the game. And then so he's talking to his grandma after the game, and she starts giving him the advice that Barry Larkin was saying. Goes out there, hits a three-run dinger. Ding-dong. Yeah, that was great. It's beautiful. And Tommy Pham has woken up, too, man, in his last seven. He is... He has, in 23 at-bats, he's got seven runs, seven hits, homer, three ribs, six walks, nine strikeouts, one stolen base, 304, 448, 478, almost 345 again. Yeah. These guys, man, it really, it took a month. It really did take the month for them to come and wake up and get into it. And Tommy Pham didn't at what, two weeks of spring training? Yeah. And then it's like, come on, figure it out. You're in the lineup every single day. Yep. And guess what? He fucking figured it out. Yeah, we knew that we could trust in Pham. Of course we did. You just, it's just great. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, I did fuck. I mean, we're so far out at this point. But. Uh, Yeah. Sinzel, Joey, India, that's a third of our lineup. Yeah. It's one third of our lineup. Gone. Yeah. I mean, that's what's been tough, the toughest thing about it. They'll be back, too. Yeah. Throw in Barrero. Who knows where he'll be. So let's get into that. Let's do an update with our 10 and 15 day injured list. Mike Miner uh, sent out for a rehab assignment today. Fine by me. Is he in Dayton or Louisville? He's in Louisville. Okay, good. Um, there's no target, de- de- target date for his debut, but guess what? That's a left-hander. With Justin Wilson on the IL, you have zero yeah, left-handers in your bullpen. That's insane. How do you let that happen? That I don't understand. None? None. Yeah, that don't make no sense. Jake Fraley, don't know when he's coming back. No clue. He has right knee inflammation. There's a chance that he might have to get a different type of exam, David Bell said. As of now, since it's getting better every day, they haven't done that yet. Last updated yesterday. So we don't know. MRI tests were inconclusive. So no serious injury, just a swollen knee. You've been there? Yeah, exactly. 
It just kind of hurts. <laughs> uh, Barrero swung the bat looking at early June. So he hasn't hit anywhere yet. He's just in the cage. That is uh, coming re- along much slower than we were told, which seems to be kind of par for the course. Yeah. You know. I know. It just seems like there's a problem in our health department. It really does. Justin Wilson, left elbow soreness. You're only left-hander. Getting better, but not at the point of being able to throw yet. He was uh, placed on the 10-day IL, so we don't know still. Here is the scariest one. Nick Lodolo. Lower back strain. Yeah, that's that could last for a long time. That's no good. Back problems just don't go away. Mm-mm. I've, I have fucked up my back twice yeah. uh, in car accidents with pressure fractures, and my back has still never been the same. And you know I'm an athlete. Yeah. But, I mean, even just that, you know, it affects my every day. I'll tell you a story about how it affects my every day. I was shitting yesterday. Oh, yeah. And you know what I did? Turn to get TP, and my entire middle back just locked All up. right. Right, uh, just stop. It'll just sometimes just go at any time, or just locks up, and it's like, oh what the my god, fuck? dude, that's so brutal. Now imagine with the way that he throws and this weird arm action and the violence that he has towards home plate. Uh yikes! Yeah, yeah, for sure. Very scary, extremely scary. They just don't know. He's on the ten day, and then they just don't know when he's going to come back. Yeah, just kind of a fingers crossed situation. Just like we'll hope. Yeah. Damn, that sucks. India, no idea when he's coming back. Hamstrings are also fickle. Leave him there. Yeah, just let him marinate, dude. I mean, I know it sucks. He's dying. He wants out here, but like, no. But just don't. He is the future of your franchise. Yeah. You know what you do? You tell him to just sit for two months, just keep rubbing gems and crystals on it. Yeah. And figure it out because you don't want what happened to him to happen to Scooter. Yeah. You know, Scooter separated his hamstring from the bone. And then went out there and played. Correct. Yeah. And then where is he now? He's just like us. At home. Yeah. Playing and playing with his truck and his dogs. Yeah. Which is great. Not about not life, knocking, but, but not playing. Not a major league baseball player. Right. Like we said, Vado is coming back soon. Um Donovan Solano, this is such a bummer. He underwent platelet rich plasma injection and underwent one of those to alleviate the soreness in his hamstring. Nothing. He has Jesus. not done anything. Yeah, that's that's that, a, sucks. that sucks. That sucks. To go into a city with our or a city, a season with our back against the wall the way that we are, and then just and then you bring a guy just, in, and then they're all hurt. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. You know what I mean? Like you bring a guy in, and it's like you hope that he's going to be depth, and somebody you're like, this guy's can play third. He can he can be the anti Eugenio. Yeah. And guess what? No, no soup for you. No soup. While I'm finding the schedule here for the week, um, I won 200 and some dollars betting on baseball this week. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. Nice. I'm, uh, I'm crushing it right now. Uh, and, uh, all on $5 bets, dude. Just Just parlaying it. Parlaying. Knowing your shit. Yeah. You know, if you listen to this podcast, you might be able to win some money. There you go. But right now they're warming up. Uh, you, the game will have already been done and over and happened. And hopefully Hunter Green stays the course. 
or doesn't stay the course, comes back and looks dominant against the Milwaukee Brewers. Let's hope he pitches more than two and two and two and two thirds. That's what we're hoping. That's what we're hoping for. Wow. Sorry, my internet is going molasses slow. It might be because I'm streaming. I'm doing a bunch of things here, recording the pod. I don't want to go to tickets. Do you want me to buy you a ticket for the game? Because you've got time to get there. Hell yeah. Okay, come on. Oh, tickets, May 28th. Tyler Stevens and Bobblehead Night. Oh, got to be there. We got Larry Walker, Hall of Fame Bobblehead. We got Joey the Jedi Votto. And we've got a... Uh, uh, circa mid '90s Barry Larkin right here, which is pretty sick. It says '95 NL in MVP on the back. Yeah, but I think it's from a different. Oh, it's, it's like, like after he retired. Yeah. Okay. Pretty sick. So, oh come on, you love to see this. We're in the central. We're in the central. Um, tomorrow, 1235, Businessman Day special against the Brewers. That wraps it up. Let's hope and see. What if we win tonight? What, what if, if we win two series in a row? What if? We just got to split the next two games and we're series winners. Listen to this, buddy. Follow that up with a four spot against the Pittsburgh Pirates at, at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I will be in Pittsburgh at the game on Saturday. The deal's the same. If you see me and you know me, say hi. Come mention the pod. I'll buy you a beer. Boom. So uh, you've got four against Pittsburgh, and then you come back Monday off day, Tuesday, Wednesday against the Guardians at the Guardians. Beautiful. And uh, you know what? Realistically, say you win two out of three, you know where that puts you. If you win, so you win tonight. Say you win tonight. You're seven and 23. Yeah. Say you win tomorrow. You're eight and 23. Then you win half of those games against the Pittsburgh Pirates. You're double digit wins. Come on. Let's get the double digits by June. Oh, we'll get to double digits by June. You think? I'm looking at it, and I'm very sure of it, because you've got four against Pittsburgh. You're at the Guardians. I think you split that. But then you're three at Toronto. You're lucky to win one. That's rough. Uh, And then you've got four at home against the Cubs. Split that. And then you've got three at home against the Giants. Win one of those. So let's say you win one more, so that puts you seven, two against the Pirates, eight, nine, one against the Guardians, that's ten in the, by the middle of the month. Boom. If you can get to, like, around, like, ten under by the end of the month, which yeah. is extremely unrealistic. Oh, wait, not ten, not ten under. Well, maybe. If you can get to, like, 12 wins, okay. All right, we're getting there. We're getting, we're better than it was. And then, dude, you're, you know what's crazy is that the snakes, the Diamondbacks have been looking good. Dude, they're above, I, I just, I saw some highlights from the uh, the Rockies-Diamondbacks games. Both of those teams are above 500. The entire NL West is above 500. Everyone in that whole division. Yeah. No, that that's cool. I like that. And by the end of the month, you've got, uh, you've got three at Fenway and you're catching the Sox at a good time because they fucking suck. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, how is that possible? Just their guys. Trevor Story's not hitting. Yeah, their guy. The only guys that are hitting are Xander, Xander Rafi, and uh, JD, and then no one else is hitting. Yeah, and their bullpen's getting shelled. Yeah, that's rough. So that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, man, it's not too bad. You could really, you could really make a small little push and get around to Make it. Make some ground, baby. It's round third and head for home. Brandon Jury, stay hot, kid.
He's going to stay hot as fuck. Stay hot, kid. Be a, be a major leaguer. He will be. Yeah. Stick around. Be undeniable. Yeah, dude. You got this. You got it, kid. Fuck yeah, dude. Round third or head for home. A uh, couple days. Lost and found. Hey! Yeah, that, I'm excited about that one. Who else is on the show? Uh, it's going to be you, me, Carl. Carter Doherty. Love the kid. Kylie Dills. Love her. And David Chimisoro. There we, there we go. What a great show. It's a good show. And then uh, next Tuesday is the first Five Points Park show. Yay. yippee ki motherfucker. And then next Thursday is another two, one for both Two of us. Thursdays. Two like Thursdays. Like next, next Thursday. Next, next? Is it 19, next, next? Yeah, well, this Thursday is Lost and Found. And then the... Oh, that's right. I got my math wrong. So, yeah, the 19th. High grain. Highest of grains. Be on that grain, boy. You got anything else you want to plug? Uh, um... Type in Uber driver Lee Kimbrell into YouTube. Oh, yeah? You remember that little short film yeah, that Grant that. and I made? Yeah, I I recently just watched it again for the for first time in a while, and it's pretty fucking good. It's great. That's a plug. Type in Uber driver Lee Kimbrell, Grant Styles production. Um, thank you so much to ColorCast for existing. Thank you to Sports Drink for housing us. Uh, sports Drink, it's the combination of sports and not sports. All mashed into one. It's a whole thing. When you look them up on social media, it's sports drink minus the vowels. Drop the vowels. No I. Uh-uh. No. Drop o. it. Yeah. And uh, shout out to In the Clutch. Check it out. Promo code Nasty, Nasty Boys. Boys. Yeah. No, that's a sick one. And thanks to you for listening. Thanks for coming by and doing the pod. And thanks to Joey Votto for just being you, man. Being you and eating meatballs and putting it on Instagram. Yeah, dude. I drunkenly DM'd him the other night. How'd that go? You know, no no response, but it's there. Hell yeah. I did send it. I'm proud of you. Fuck yeah, man. You're I'm proud of you. To. Oh, get out of here. Uh, so as always, go Red Lights! Stay nasty. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate.
What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts.